Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Minute, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox, one minute at a time. I'm Tyler Boudreau, film nerd. And I'm Condra Boudreau, nerd. All right, and we're here today to talk about Minute 11 of Fantastic Mr. Fox. This minute starts with the squirrel moving company moving Mr. Fox and his family into their house, and it ends with Mr. Fox and Felicity Fox lounging outside their new tree home. No, it ends with Christopherson. Oh, yeah. No, oh, it doesn't. Okay. It ends with them. Oh, right. Christopherson comes in the middle. So, yes, in this meeting, in this minute, we meet Christopherson. We don't hear his voice yet, which is sad, but we see him, and he's adorable. But let's start with the squirrels. <gasps> let's start with the squirrels setting up this house, because okay. it's a very interesting sequence. Accompanied by a great piece of score. Yes. Uh, Jimmy, Squirrel, and Co. Yes. Which is one of my favorite pieces of score in this whole film. You whistle it all the time. Alexander Desplat, yeah, I whistle this. I whistle this theme all the time. It's my favorite part of the film. And, well, in terms of score. In terms of score. It's just absolutely love it, love it, love it. It's great. Yeah. So Definitely. we get these different squirrel kind of house companies. We get Jimmy Squirrel's company is moving and storage, so they are moving the foxes into I the house. it said removers and storage. Yeah, well, whatever. Well, then we got Nelson Squirrel, who... Well, no, next is Bradley Squirrel, who is painting and, like... Electricity? Electricity and, he, like, setting up the interior of the house. Yeah, interior designer, yeah, maybe? Yeah, and then we got Nelson Squirrel, who is an exterior designer. Landscape landscaping. Landscaping, stuff, stuff like that. Which is a great kind of, like, little gag about squirrels or whatever. Just, like, I don't know. There's so many of them. Yeah, and then all these squirrels are working to set up the house. It's really interesting in terms of scale, because squirrels are smaller than foxes, but the entire house looks scaled down for this little montage of them setting it up, and it really confuses me. But I like it, because it's kind of just a fun way to look at the tree being built. Absolutely. Although some of the stuff they're doing, like, the outside stuff with the bark and stuff, it's like, are they reinforcing that? Well, don't that? peel that, the bark. Well, don't peel the bark, but, like, are they reinforcing the bottom? Was this tree not safe to begin with? Then Foxy, like, no, really they're just made making a bad it better. deal here. They're just making it better. Okay. All right, so we've got the voice of the squirrel contractor, voiced by Roman Coppola, son of Francis Ford Coppola, brother of Sofia Coppola, who is a Wes Anderson bud he wrote Moonrise Kingdom and Darjeeling Unlimited. He got the Oscar nomination for Moonrise Kingdom. Did not win for original screenplay. Um, I don't know who Sophia Coppola is. Sophia Coppola is Francis Ford Coppola's daughter. Well. And she is a director and writer of film also. And she actually won for original screenplay for writing Lost in Translation ah, with Bill Murray. Whoa! And ScarJo. Full circle. Yeah, but she also got a nomination for Best Director and Best Picture. Swaggin. So she, and in general, she's definitely the more recognized Coppola child. Ch- okay, yeah, uh, like, of by the far. <laughs> Although I, this is the first time I'm hearing of Roman Coppola, so that's very interesting. And he he was also in the Godfather movies back when he was a kid, so we'll give him some credit. Yeah, um, fascinating. So uh, yeah, Roman Coppola, cool dude. Yeah, not as cool as Sophia though. It's really interesting. His voice carries through the all three head squirrel yeah. leaders. Yeah, it just kind of to maintain the a sense of fluidity. Fluidity. Okay. Ah, film. This is all this film 
technicality. We won't bore you guys. But something that I found interesting in the portrayal of the squirrels, especially, like, the first ones that are moving all the heavy stuff, they have just one squirrel straight up carrying the fridge in, and it's like, even humans can't. Yeah, yeah, but it's a little little fridge, and squirrels are, like, proportionally strong, so. Okay. I was confused by that, like, a lot. The whole sequence in terms of, like, scale and practicality doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's just fun to see them kind of setting up the house. Yeah. And I'm sure they had a lot of fun making it. Or it was a pain, but whatever. I'm going to bet a little bit of both, because they're also painting. Yeah. Which would be a pain. Also, what is this 2% of what? 2% reduction, like, light? Paint? Yeah. (laughs) Unclear. uh, While uh, they're painting, he mentions a 2% reduction, and I don't know what they mean. He also says the the, the green squadron and the yellow squadron, which is one interesting way to do work. No, I think it was talking about circuits, like, for electric, like, electric circuits, so, like, the green circuit could be for a portion of the house, and the yellow circuit could oh, be for a different I thought he was t- referring to the workers. They were organized into circuits. But, eh, oh, you're maybe. Prob- you're probably right. I don't know. <laughs> All mean, right, let's I'd move like... on from the squirrels. But they're so interesting. I'm well, so do good. you have anything else? No, it's fine. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Superman does exist in this alternate reality? Oh, yes. Because... Uh, the squirrel says, uh, don't lift it above your head. Don't, we don't want to be a super- Superman or something. Super. Like that. Yeah. And so, I was like, whoa. Well, Superman would carry something above his head, but yeah. humans don't do that. Which is ideal. Yes. So then we get this excellent interior shot of the house, completely finished. We see Felicity vacuuming. And then On we, a very 1970s checkerboard carpet. Yes. And then we see Ash reading his White Cape comic book. White Cape is presumably the superhero, superhero whom he, he dresses after. Precious child. Yeah, and he says, wow. He's so into it. He's just a little kid. Yeah, and then we zoom out even more, and we got Mr. Fox. With a pipe. With a pipe, smoking a pipe, presumably. Inside. Inside. How rude. Or are they outside? Because in... they're in the tree all the time? Are they always outside? No, they're inside. They're inside a tree. <laughs> and then we zoom out even more, and we see Kylie's bringing a house gift of a... Kylie is precious. And he says hi, and Mr. Fox, and Fox says, ignores says hi. him. No, he kind no, of ignores. He says hi though. And then just like, kind of like a heart. and then Kylie looks kind of perplexed and looks out. Yep. And then Mr. Fox is using binoculars, and he looks in the binoculars, and then we get a great binocular shot. I love it when movies do like binocular shots where the screen is blacked out, so it looks like you're looking through binoculars. Yeah. It and is a pretty see, cool shot. Christopherson approaching. Huzzah! This adorable little fox. Who very, very blue eyes. Very blue eyes. He's looking at a map, making sure he's finding the house correctly. And then he's got this little unaccompanied minor tag that he had. He has affixed to his shirt. Um, he's so cute. He's so cute. And he's a very white, gray fox. He's got a blue shirt, though. His shirt is blue. Yeah. Definitely a different species of fox. Or a different... Not specie, but like... Color. Quadrant? Yeah. It's from a different place. Yes. And then it says on his little unaccompanied minor tag that the reason for travel, or however it was phrased, is ill-fathered. Yeah, it's very small and blurry, so... But I saw it in my book. So I win. Yes, and then 
he approaches the house, and we get a little uh, title card appear on the screen. Cousin Christopherson arrives. So which, they bring back the titles that, or the chapter titles that they had done previously and yeah. kind of got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, they appear every once in a while. It's kind of just a fun way to kind of exposit information. And break the fourth wall. Stuff like that. And it's, it's just a fun way to do it. It's cool. Yeah. I like it. And then after Christopherson walks to the house... We get... Well, you get two cool shots of him. So you get the head-on shot of him as the unaccompanied minor, and then this, like, behind-him shot where he, like, we see down Yeah, we him. see him walking down the hill approaching the tree, and then we see him kind of going up the hill to the tree, and he's a lot farther away from us and a lot closer to the tree. It's a nice kind of scale shot, so we see how kind of big the tree is. And then we cut to Mr. Fox lounging beneath their house, eating an apple, and discussing the children's different sizes, because Ash is smaller than Christopherson, even though Christopherson's slightly younger. And, and we get a cuss. And we get a cuss. So that is cuss number 11. Yes. Huzzah. Christopherson is a cuss of a lot bigger than Ash. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we also see Felicity painting. She's painting a thunderstorm. Yep. Yeah. Which, we don't know she's painting a thunderstorm yet, though. We'll no, see that. we see it. Oh, we do That's see it? That's in this minute. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't watch this one as closely, apparently. Just slacking off. My bad. We're only 11 minutes in. Yeah, no, we're 10 minutes in. No, oh, no. Oh, we're 10 minutes into this recording. <laughs> 11 minutes into the movie. Okay. I try. I, I kind of know what's going on. Um, yeah, we're not a lot of, yeah, other than uh, the squirrels... There's not a lot of dialogue, and that dialogue wasn't even advancing the plot. So, not much to talk about here in this minute other than the Kylie squirrels. Is, Kylie is precious. Kylie and... is precious, and Christopherson is precious. And we'll meet him soon. But he doesn't have a lot of dialogue yet in the movie, so... No. We'll kind of see how his character turns out. But we did but learn about him. he's just sad and adorable, so... He is. And he's very, very brave, apparently, too. Yes. Um, yeah, that's Well, the family's I... going through a hard time. They are. It's not fair. That is all I have. I have okay. a lot about the squirrels, because I was very intrigued by <laughs> Also, all I have. For, oh, we. Oh, I remember the other thing. So the fact that Mr. Fox has three different squirrel joint, like, family section things. I don't know what the words are. Um, like, three different people sets of people come in and work on his house. My thoughts are either Mr. Fox is much bigger of a deal than he's letting us on, like letting on, or no one in this area has anything to do, and they are bored out of their minds. I think minds. that's the case because animals, like, what are they like? I don't. I feel like they don't really recreate a lot. I think they just kind of like, eh, they do their thing. They work. They're, there's not like a lot going on. If someone moves in this neighborhood. It's a big deal. Okay. Yeah, I just, I was like, there are a lot of people involved in this. Well, squirrels are also kind of small, and there's a lot of them, so. Yeah. You're making it out to be bigger than. I don't know, though, because there are, there are also a lot of, I guess we'll talk about animals later, like the rabbits. We see a lot of rabbits. No, we don't see a lot of rabbits. But we don't see a lot of rabbits later, so, but we'll get there. Okay, that's been Minute 11 of Fantastic Mr. Fox. I, I hope you join us next time for Minute 12 of Fantastic Mr. Fox. I've been Tyler Boudreaux. And I've been Condra Boudreaux. Friendly reminder to follow us on Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Yep. And that is it. Okay, we hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic.